Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 114 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And in today's episode, we're going to talk all about the current state of HTTPS, SSL, all that secure stuff when it comes to websites. There was a mentioned July 1st deadline where if anyone was using the Chrome browser, your website would show as not secure. Specifically, it would be obvious that your site is no longer secure. I'll give you some updates on that, give you some information on how you can make your site secure for free and some benefits that you may receive from doing so. And I also want to talk today about some ideas and things that I ran into in the last couple of weeks that I think you might be able to do to increase sales, increase traffic to your website, and be pleasantly surprised. So a couple of different ideas, a couple of different things I've been thinking about, and I was just motivated today to do a podcast episode. So here we are. This will be the episode for July, so I'm really excited to bring you these details today. And I don't have any major housekeeping today. I did want to thank several folks. Unfortunately, I don't have your names, but several folks signed up for web hosting through my link at nichesitetools.com forward slash hosting. Picked up a great deal on web hosting. Several folks picked up the deal that's currently running for Longtail Pro over at nichesitetools.com forward slash Longtail Pro. There's currently a one-time deal for $47, a one-time fee only. You get full access to the keyword research tool that I use most often, which is Longtail Pro, and you get their keyword competitiveness numbers and SEO bootcamp training program. And full access to the program, you just are limited to 20,000 search results through the tool. But that's a great deal since you're typically going to pay $37 to upwards of $97, $147 per month for that tool, depending on which plan you sign up for. This is a great one-time fee of $47. A lot of folks were really excited about that, reached out and said they, it was great that they were able to take advantage of that. And they're really looking forward to either starting out or jump-starting their websites or whatever the case may be. Just a lot of people really glad to be able to take advantage of that special. So if you're interested, check out nichesitetools.com forward slash Longtail Pro. The only guarantee that I got from the folks at Longtail Pro was that they will try to keep that deal open through the end of the month of July, but beyond that, they couldn't make any guarantees. So great opportunity to take advantage of that, do some keyword research, get some great phrases to target for your website, to find phrases that you can compete with, and to be able to get on the first page of Google and get those rankings and traffic that you really want, and eventually those sales that you're hoping to achieve. So again, thanks to everybody that grabbed those deals, got some great deals on hosting and great deals on Longtail Pro. Appreciate you signing up through my link as always, and thanks to several email subscribers over these past couple of weeks. Nobody left their first name, and the email addresses are very difficult to pronounce, so I'm not going to go ahead and uh, try to pronounce those there, but I do appreciate every email subscriber, of course greatly appreciate you being on my list and that's the best way to find out about deals as well. If I do find out about deals and tools that I routinely recommend or things that I think you guys would really like to take advantage of, I will typically email my subscriber list first 
as that's the most timely way to get content out there. So if you're not yet on my list, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. And when you sign up, you will get my newsletter. Anytime a new post goes out, you'll receive that information. And of course, you'll receive emails anytime I find these great deals that I think you guys will really enjoy. So again, nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. And with that, we'll go ahead and get right into the content for this week. And as I mentioned, I want to talk about two main things today. One is definitely about HTTPS and securing your website with SSL. And the other idea is I wanted to give you some quick tips that I think can help you bring in additional sales if you're already getting sales on your website or get additional traffic and rankings relatively quickly and easily. So it's a couple of things that I've noticed over the past couple of weeks on my sites that I think can have a great benefit for you as well. So let's get right into those two ideas. So I want to start with the HTTP. HTTPS and SSL. You may or may not be aware that in July of 2018, so in this month, Google is going to be coming out with a new version of Chrome, version 68. It is going to identify sites that are not secure. And typically what would happen if somebody went to a secure site, you're probably used to seeing this if you use Chrome like I do for the most part. That's my preferred browser. In the upper left-hand corner, you'll see that a site's secure and you'll see that padlock. Typically, if a site wasn't secure, it just wouldn't say anything about secure. You wouldn't have that padlock and it was just kind of assumed that the site was not secure. Well, they're taking things a step further now. And if a site does not have HTTPS enabled, so SSL is not enabled and the site is considered not secure, it's going to say that right up there where somebody would normally see secure. So it's going to clearly state that this site is not secure. So there might be some potential concerns, especially if they're giving information as far as logins, passwords, credit cards, things like that, that they would most likely be concerned about, especially if they're going to make a purchase or sign up for something on a website. But I think even if you're not actually taking information from customers like login information or actually processing credit cards on your site, you may have primarily affiliate links on your site to other websites like Amazon where the actual sale occurs. They That may still give someone pause if they identify that your site is not secure. They may not want to click through those links and that could just add some friction to the people on your website website which is definitely something you want to be concerned about. You want to make things as easy as possible for someone to get the information they're looking for on your website. You're helping them out solve a particular problem or pain point, and you would like to direct them to what's going to help them solve their problem. So if there is any point of friction or somebody sees that your website is not secure, that's just one additional level that could give someone pause and that sale may not occur as a result. So this is something I think everybody should really be thinking about is you want to make it as easy as possible for someone to find what they're looking for on your website and you don't want to give them any reason not to continue on your website or not to click through to whatever offers you might have. You want to eliminate any potential points of friction. So this is something I think really everybody should look into and consider for your own websites and I think you'll find that there are some added benefits that could help you as well. So it may require a little effort on your part but the good part is I have a past post that I updated today prior to this episode going live that tells you exactly how to enable SSL for your WordPress website using Cloudflare's free flexible SSL. So it has screenshots and everything right in there and it's actually a really good post. I, I'm always surprised when I go back and look at old posts because I knew I had one about this and I 
needed to look up some information that I had published previously. And I was like, wow, that's a really good post, really detailed. So I surprised myself sometimes because I haven't done a lot of step-by-step posts with screenshots and things like that lately, but there's a lot of great resources out there on the site. So I will definitely link to that in the show notes, which are going to be nichesitetools.com forward slash 114 for today's episode. So there's no need to write anything down today. All those details will be right there in the post that I'm going to link to. Again, nichesitetools.com forward slash 114, and you'll have all those details right there in that post. And this is actually something that I did on the nichesitetools.com website just before July 1st as I was reading about this myself. I had previously enabled it via the steps in that post, but there was one plugin that I was using in the past that doesn't work as well as a new plugin that I found that fixes mixed content. So when you enable SSL with this free Cloudflare SS Flexible SSL, what happens is when you initially enable this Flexible SSL through Cloudflare and follow the steps, you're most likely going to get a message when somebody goes to your website that you have mixed content on your website. So you have some content that is HTTPS, but you still have some things like maybe images or some plugins or some links on your website that are referencing HTTP. So it's going to display a message in the browser that says this site is not fully secure. It has mixed content and you really don't want that because then you're kind of in limbo. You're in this middle ground where you've tried to enable SSL, but the entire site is not secure. So then somebody really doesn't know if your site is secure, half secure, what's going on there. So that's something you want to clear up and I found a much better plugin to do so. So I have updated that content again. It's all there. It'll be right in the show notes so you don't have to worry about that. It's listed there exactly which plugin you need. But what I ended up doing is on all my other sites I still had Cloudflare SSL enabled. It was enabled exactly how I had it previously. So it was it was all good there, but I had something, I think it was the Comment Love plugin, which is something I have for comments on the site. If I remember correctly, because it was about a year ago, year and a half ago that I published that post about the free SSL. And I think it was that Comment Love plugin that was causing the site to say that it had mixed content. And you can't go out there and republish or reprogram a particular plugin. So obviously you're limited there. But the good news, like I said, there's a great free plugin that's called Really Simple SSL that goes out to your site and fixes things like that. And in this case, it fixed anything that was going on on my site. So I just installed the plugin, activate it, and right away that mixed content error went away. So it does require a couple steps to get this free SSL set up. But the good part is for free, you can have your site running in fully secure mode and everything looks good now. So I will definitely be keeping my sites all on SSL going forward. Everything looks good. No errors, no issues to report. So I was really glad to see that. And why do you need to go about doing this? Well, let me explain really quick what this is all about. So like I mentioned, it was all related to the Chrome browser and Google's really trying to get sites out there to be more secure. It's trying to get people to utilize the SSL certificates to make their sites secure because they think it just makes for a better internet. The more security you can have out there, the less potential fraud and other things that are going on. And they're really at the forefront wanting to make the internet safer for everyone. So it it makes good sense. And this is something they've talked about. They've mentioned that this is coming and they've been trying to 
scare people, I guess you would say, into switching over. But in addition to that, they've also tried to provide an incentive, a positive incentive for you to do so. They did come out and say that enabling SSL and HTTPS on your website is a positive ranking factor that can help your content rank higher. But They did say with a caveat that it's going to be a very small ranking factor, but the good part is that they did come out and say that. So if you know something is a positive ranking factor, there's really no reason for you not to do it, especially if you could do so for free. There's no cost involved with the way that I've mentioned. And of course, there's a bunch of different ways to enable SSL, by the way. If you are doing e-commerce websites and you're taking payments from your website directly and you have credit card information that you're processing, you're probably going to want one of the actual official certificates that you get through your web host or through other third parties that you normally pay about $100 or more per year to have. So in those cases, you're definitely going to want to look into things like that. So depending on the information you are collecting, you may want an actual cert that you have to pay for and renew year per year. But it all depends on what information you're collecting. And you may want to check with your existing web host. They may have other methods to get free certificates. So there's a bunch of different ways. But the method that I utilize is good for any web host, so it doesn't matter what host you're using. But if there's a number of different ways, however you want to do it is fine. But the bottom line is that you're probably going to want to absolutely consider enabling SSL. It's just the right thing to do. It can help with rankings. And the thing is that they went on to mention in a couple of different articles I read on the topic that the Chrome browser is the most used browser out there. And there's sites that track the utilization of browsers across the internet from country to country. And there's a lot of different information that comes out weekly. But as of the last month or two, the numbers range somewhere between 48 to 62% of all browser traffic comes from Google Chrome. So that's why this is kind of so important. Once this goes live, and it is already live in their beta product, because I have Chrome, the beta, and I have the regular Chrome browser because I test different things. But in the beta, it's been out there version 68 for a while, and I absolutely do see that if I go to different websites that do not have HTTPS enabled, in the upper left-hand corner, it specifically says not secure. I can see that right in the browser, so I know it is definitely coming. And as of this post going live, the date for the regular version of Chrome to go to version 68 is July 24th. So it's about two weeks from this podcast episode going live that the regular version that most people utilize out there is going to update to um, Chrome version 68 on July 24th. So that's the main date that you guys probably want to consider. And I would work on getting your website to SSL prior to that date. So in other words, now is the time to start looking into that. You got about two weeks to see what you can do. And if you don't make that date, that's not the end of the world. But certainly you want to try to take advantage of that and avoid someone clicking off of your website because they think it's not secure and having any concerns as far as that goes. And the added benefit is when you go to other websites, you're going to see a lot more sites that are switching over to SSL, which gives you a little bit of added confidence when you're browsing and just doing things like online transactions as well. And they've seen a really huge uptick in the number of sites that are using SSL. Some quick numbers that they've shown from Google themselves. They said over 68% of Chrome traffic on both Android and Windows is now protected with SSL. And over 78% of Chrome traffic on both 
Chrome OS and Mac is now protected, and 81 of the top 100 sites on the web utilized HTTPS by default. So Google is really getting the results they were hoping for. On the negative side, they're saying anybody that comes to your site will see that not secure, so it could alienate people and they might click off your website, but also providing that small ranking factor bonus as a way to incentivize people positively to switch over. I think it really has had a great effect. And the other thing that may be coming up down the road, which may have an even bigger impact, and I couldn't find a lot of good information on this. I saw some posts mention that in the future, when you go to Google and do a search, in your search results, you may in the future see something right there in the results that says secure or not secure. I think that would be an even bigger factor, and that's something that's supposedly coming up down the road, but I didn't find anything that gives specific dates as far as that goes, but I have heard about that before. I've seen it mentioned on sites, but the links that they were linking to on Google don't specifically say when or if that's going to happen, but I can certainly see that happening down the road. Right now, I just did a quick search, and what it shows you is the websites that do have HTTPS enabled, you'll see that right in the URL that it's linking to. And in the ones that don't, there won't be any HTTPS listed there. So it's sort of subtle, but a lot of people wouldn't notice it. They're just going to click on the headline anyway. So right now, that's not a huge thing, but certainly I think that's where Google is going to be going in the future. And that, I think, would really be the deciding factor that would get anybody that hasn't yet switched over to SSL to do so because you would see right in there in the search results a site would say not secure and then if there was another one that said secure right above it or even below it I think somebody would definitely click that secure site if it was something blatantly obvious on there. So that's where I think things are heading. No definitive information on that. For now, this is specific to Chrome browser version 68. And like I said, more than 60% of people out there that are searching or going to different websites on the internet are using the Chrome browser. So you don't want to potentially alienate 60% of the folks out there that are coming to your website. So this is something you definitely want to look into, definitely want to check out and consider and look into enabling for your website, whether you go the free route, whether you try through your web host, however you want to do that. So I really think the time has come. Do what you can now to secure your website. And I think it can help pay dividends not only down the road, but right now as well. And that sort of segues right into the next segment that I wanted to talk about, which was giving you some tips on what you can do now to increase some traffic rankings and potentially sales, just doing small things here and there. And re-enabling SSL on nichesitetools.com is really something that I think has had a positive factor in the last several weeks. There's been a couple of different things that I've done personally that I would recommend that you give a shot. And there's always different things that you can do, experiment with. And this is just a couple of different things that have helped me over the last couple of weeks that I'm just going to mention for you, but certainly don't limit it to what I'm mentioning here today. Certainly, depending on your niche, your audience may be on one social media platform or another, or your audience may be coming from one particular source where you know you can have the most benefits. So the couple of things I'm going to talk about today are just things that I've done over the last couple of weeks, and I've seen some really positive results that I wanted to tell you about and give you some food for thought 
thought and think about things you could be doing on your individual websites as well. Unfortunately, I don't have specific stats or numbers and I wasn't doing, you know, I wasn't really setting out to do any specific tracking. And quite honestly, I was really surprised at the results I was seeing really in my mind without a lot of effort on my part. So what I had done over the past couple of weeks, the last podcast episode was about the Longtail Pro $47 special that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And like I mentioned, the affiliate manager did tell me directly that the only guarantee she can do is that she can keep that deal open to the end of July for followers of Niche Site Tools. So I appreciated her saying that. It could go on for additional time after that, but honestly, I don't know. I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to add scarcity where there isn't scarcity. That's just honestly what she told me. So I wanted to get the information out there. Of course, I emailed my subscribers and my email list, and I took things one small step further. I linked to that post that I did on my public Facebook page for the site, and I did a boosted post. And only thing that means is that if you have a public Facebook page and you're putting a post out there, these days, in order to get it in front of the people that you actually want to see it, the people that liked your page or are familiar with your page, or people that may like your page based on other likes and dislikes to get eyeballs on those posts and get people to be able to see what you're sharing out there. A lot of times you have to pay a couple of dollars to do a boosted post. So it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. But the good part is it's really easy. You just click the button, boost post, and say what your budget is. I said $5.00 said post it for two days. So what that does is gets more eyeballs on your post, gets people to see it, and then hopefully they'll click through, read your information, find it useful, and then take advantage of whatever it is you're offering. So in that case, it was a $47 Longtail Pro special. So when it's done, after those two days in my case are over, it told me it spent like $3.50 or something. 450 or so people actually saw it, and it said that two people clicked through to the offer, which was not an actual offer. It would go to the post on my site and then they may or may not have made a purchase after that. So two people, really out of that only two people clicked through but 400 people saw it. So while I can't take anything specifically from that because I did not utilize a Facebook pixel or wasn't tracking that specifically with an individual link, it was just going to that specific post, I can't tell you 100 with 100% certainty that that resulted in more traffic and more sales to my website. But the interesting thing is I started to get sales not only for that product that I was linking to, but some obscure things that I haven't talked about in a long time. One of them was specifically a program called called $5 Post, which tells you how to do Facebook ads and gives you the ins and outs of that. And it was a really inexpensive program, and it teaches you how to do quick and easy and inexpensive Facebook ads, and it's only $17. It's on my resources page, and that that and one post that I did well over a year ago, and I think I only talked about that in one particular post or podcast episode, I had a sale of that all of a sudden where I haven't had a sale of that in over a year. So in the course of these last three weeks, I've gotten a definite increase in in sales from different affiliate products that I promote. And I would say it's probably been two to three or possibly even four times the normal amount in a three-week period. So it's something that was really surprising to me in that the two main things that I did were one was to re-enable SSL, which I had enabled previously. I had turned it off for a short period of time. 
And then I re-enabled that. And the other primary one, like I mentioned, was doing that boosted post on the public Facebook page for the site. And in addition to that, I don't typically get a lot of comments on the site. Most folks probably find the site through the podcast and they don't necessarily go to see the individual posts and stuff. And I just don't get a lot of comments on the site. But over these past three weeks, I got two comments where normally over a month or two period, I would maybe get one comment. So I get very few comments on the different posts on the site. So that was another interesting thing I saw. Of course, I get comments all the time, but they're those spam comments that get filtered by Kismet automatically, so I probably get hundreds of comments a month, but none of them are legitimate, as I'm sure many of you get as well. But that was really interesting. So I was getting a two to three to four time increase in sales over the past three week period. I was getting more comments on the website, and I was getting more email subscriptions as well. So even though I only got two click-throughs on that boosted Facebook post, I think other people were we're seeing the post, we're seeing the site that was mentioned, Niche Site Tools, and I think they were going there on their own. So even if you're not showing a lot of clicks on boosted posts, if you've ever done those before, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not seeing a benefit from that boosted post as well. And from a couple of $3, you know, $3.50 or whatever it was that they took from my $5 budget. That went a long way, I think, to helping get more traffic, more eyes on the site, and more activity overall. And that's another factor. I think just increasing activity is something that can have an added benefit because if they see the site is active, they see your social media is active, of course, they're going to want to visit your site more, see what's going on, maybe subscribe to get more information as it comes out. And it just seems like a more vibrant place to be. Of course, if you go to a restaurant and you're the only one in there and there doesn't seem to be much going on, much activity, it's not going to make you want to go in there. But if you're driving by a place, you see people outside, you see people having fun, it looks like there's activity, there's things going on, it's going to make more people want to go there, which just makes perfect sense. And I think that's kind of what's happening here. It's a number of different factors where you'll see some activity, the more activity you see, the more you get engaged, and it just has a snowball effect from there. So as a result of that, seeing more activity, more sales, more subscribers, more comments on the site, that motivated me further to want to do more different things. So I got to thinking of some things that I used to do, especially when starting out, which was just going to different websites on your niche topic and just reading content from other people and making comments on their site to get some backlinks, to stimulate traffic, and to just reach out to people in your community, in your different niches, and just to kind of be more active out there. And if you make comments on other people's websites, if they're WordPress websites, you'll generally be linking to your website with your name. So you'll put your name, your email address, and your website. It only shows your first name or whatever you put in for your name. And then you have the option to put your URL of your website there. And then that comment may then go through moderation. And then once it's approved, hopefully by the person whose website that is, then your name would link to your website. And if somebody sees a thoughtful comment that isn't spam, you know, a lot of times sites that don't do any moderation as far as content goes. You'll see a ton of comments. They're all spam. And that's not the site I'm talking about. I'm talking about sites where you go to post a comment. Usually it'll be moderated by someone. And if you leave a thoughtful comment, you say something positive about the article that you read, you really enjoyed it, give some information in your comment that shows you actually read the article, you're interested in the topic, and don't put any links in there. Don't do any self-promotion. Just put a thoughtful, you know, as if you were talking to the person from that website, you met them out, you said, hey, 
I read that article. I thought it was a great article. It was really interesting what you said about this or that, or maybe offer a little bit of insight based on your own experiences. But don't do any self-promotion that's specifically there just to reach out, just to show you're active. You'll get a backlink for that if they approve your comment. And just having your comments out there, if somebody else goes out there, a lot of people will read through the comments, see what people have to say, and they'll click on different websites to check out someone else's website and see what their sites are about. That's a type of really small effort. It really only takes a couple of minutes to read a piece of content, to make a thoughtful comment, and hopefully it gets approved. It literally takes less than five minutes. So you can set aside a half hour per week, or if if you have more time, great, when you're watching TV or doing something else mindless, just be commenting, read read some quick articles on some blogs. It really doesn't take much more than half an hour to an hour per week, and you can really go a long way to reaching out to others in your niche and showing you're active. That's something that can have a huge additional benefit as well and really doesn't take a lot of time. That's something I've been doing in the past two days or so, so I can't report on any amazing results from that, as it usually takes a day or so for somebody to moderate those comments and get them live. And I haven't gone back and checked to see if they're live yet, but that's something I'm going to be going back to and doing more of, something that's just one of those basic things. It's a great way to get some backlinks. It's a great way to reach out to others in your niche and possibly establish relationship. I've mentioned previously that I had posted comments years back when I got started out. This was one of the ways that I commonly got backlinks and I was really just interested in reading other topics out there in related niches and things like that. So that was one of my initial strategies. And an unintended result of all that is on one of the sites that I left a comment on, somebody had read through the comments and actually reached out to a couple of us that had commented on that one individual post and said, hey, I saw you commented. I have a website and I know a lot of people struggle getting comments or struggle getting people to their websites. Would you want to get a small group going where we go out to each other's websites, read our content and make thoughtful comments and basically give some social proof to your website, especially if you're just starting out because it's hard to get those comments and things like that. So it developed into that. We had a small mastermind group that met for a couple of months and then it shortly after disbanded. But one huge added bonus that came out of that is that I developed relationships with people that I wouldn't otherwise necessarily have had. So Crystal and Marcus that I mentioned on the site all the time, they came out of that particular group where we were reading others' comments and commenting on their individual posts. I still speak with those folks today. And Marcus, as you know, I mention him all the time on the show. He's had great successes since then. It's been several years. So you never know what benefit you might have by reaching out, being active in your niche, making thoughtful comments on somebody else's website, taking that extra step, going that extra mile to reach out and make those connections. You never really know where that can take you. And some other things along those same lines is that you could go out to whatever social media platforms you're on. And while it's always good to go out there and promote your own content, and that's something that's really important that probably I don't do enough of, you spend all this time creating your content, certainly do all you can to promote it to your email list through like a RSS to email where they'll automatically get new posts when they go live. Or if you have a public Facebook page or a private Facebook group, share those posts so everybody knows that you have the content out there. Otherwise, they're not going to be aware of it necessarily. Do everything that you can to promote your own content, but it's great to go out there, just spend some time, maybe again, another half hour per week. You don't even need to spend that much time at all. Go out there, find some articles in related niches and promote articles of others, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, whatever platform you're using, and they will most likely see that and they'll be really thankful because a lot of folks don't necessarily do that these days. They're more focused on their own content. They're focused on getting their content out there. But if you can regularly go out there and promote content of others, you can develop 
develop relationships with those folks and they'll be more willing to help you out if you spend a lot of time and effort down the road on a really pillar article or some evergreen content that you really spend a lot of time on and you'd really like to get that in front of the most people possible. If you've already taken the time to develop those relationships ahead of time, when you do have content like that that you would like it to be shared with the biggest audience possible, that's the time when those previous relationships that you've already built can pay dividends because somebody's much more likely to return the favor and share your content if you've already had that relationship. There's no hidden agenda. And that's what I mean by this too. Don't go out there with a hidden agenda that you're going to create this great piece of content in two weeks. So you're going to hit everybody up two weeks before, and then you're just going to expect them to post your post in two weeks. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing it now while you have no agenda whatsoever. Just be willing to give up a little bit of your time now. And I think it can really help pay off in the future. And the last idea is to think outside the box. Think of things that you haven't done. If you've never run a boosted Facebook page before, try it out. You can limit it to $1 if you want. So you just set $1 limit. You just put a link out there from content that you've already created. And then you just boost that post. And then what happens is you can target different audiences based on age, based on liking particular other sites that are maybe competitors in your niche. There's a number of different ways you can target people based on age age, location, things like that, but just try it out. It, you know, the worst you can lose is a dollar and the best you can do is gain a whole huge following of people, uh, get more eyeballs on your site, result in additional sales, whatever it might be. You don't have very much to lose there because you have full control over how much your budget is and it's something that's relatively easy to do. If you don't yet have a YouTube channel, set up a YouTube channel for your website. Even if it's not necessarily related to video, folks these days, especially the younger crowds are all into video. So if you can do a quick video introducing yourself saying, hey, this is what my website is about. Here's some key resources that are on my site. If you're looking for this, this, or this, here's those links where you can find them. Help somebody navigate your website. Just something small like that can go a long way. And even if you didn't want to set up a full YouTube channel, you can include a video like that on your about page. Set up your about page. Tell people about you, what they can expect from your website. Build that email list. There's so many different things that you can do, but I encourage you to think outside the box and just try one thing different that you've never done before. If you've never commented on other people's websites as a way to get backlinks and build relationships, that's one really quick and easy thing you could do this next week. If you've never tweeted out other people's content or maybe you don't have a Twitter account, set one up, tweet out some people's content and see what sort of positive effect it can have. In a lot of cases, if it's not somebody that's humongous that has hundreds of people retweeting every day, they're most likely going to reach out to you and say, hey, thanks, I appreciate it. It's not something that somebody gets every day. For example, if I tweet something out when a new post goes live, I don't get a a lot of retweets. So if you were to retweet something and say, hey, check out this great article from Niche Site Tools about X, Y, or Z, I would notice that. I would reach out to you and say thanks, and that would stand out in my mind. So a lot of these small things that you can do would stand out in somebody's mind, and they would be thinking about you in the future, that law of reciprocity Whereas if somebody does something for you, you want to do something for them in return. So I challenge you in this next week, think of something that you can do, something that you may not have done before. 
and do that. Take action. Write something down. Say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create a quick video. I'm going to retweet three related articles in a similar niche. I'm going to go to three separate websites or blogs in related niches, and I'm going to do comments on three different posts this week. It doesn't have to be a lot. Again, it's not something that's going to take over 30 minutes to do any one of these things, but I think the more things that you do and the more ways you think that how you can help others, I think that'll really help motivate you, and I think you'll be really pleased with the results that you see down the road. So hopefully this episode was great for you, give you some ideas to think about in terms of setting up SSL for your website, some positive benefits and some potential negative consequences of having your site displayed as not secure in someone's browser. And I hopefully gave you some motivation and some different ideas on things you can do in this coming week to reach out to others, help others out, and hopefully down the road provide you with some increased traffic, rankings, and sales as well. As always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every one of you out there. If you're not yet on my email list, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. Get on that list, be notified when any new posts come out, and get those emails about the latest deals as soon as they hit the wire. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again in the next episode. Bye-bye now.